178th sign. Once Khalifa Sayyid Muhammad Hassan, minister of the state of Patiala, wrote a letter to me at a time of anxiety and difficulty for him and requested me to pray for him. Since he had rendered services to our movement on several occasions, I prayed for him. Thereupon this revelation was received from God. The breeze of mercy is blowing. All your supplications will be accepted today. After this prayer, God Almighty, out of His grace, removed those difficulties of His, and He wrote a letter of gratitude. That letter, which must be present in my files, is itself the evidence of this episode. And there are many other people who are witnesses indeed. This revelation of mine had become known to hundreds of people. The late Nawab Ali Muhammad Khan, the chief of Jajjar, had also recorded it into his memoirs. 179th Sign in the case brought against me by Mavi Karamdin at Gurdaspur, the aforesaid Karamdin insisted that the word Laim meant bastard and that the word Kazab meant one who always tells lies. These very meanings were accepted by the first court. In those days, I received a revelation from Allah the Almighty. We do not approve of any other meaning. I understood this as indicating that this interpretation would not be upheld by the second court, and so it happened. In the Court of Appeals, the divisional judge rejected all these pleas and held that the words Qadhab and Laim were appropriate for Karamdin. Rather, he was deserving of even stronger words. Thus, the divisional judge did not approve of the far-fetched meanings of the terms presented by Karamdin, which had been accepted in the lower court. See the newspapers Al-Hakam number 17, volume 8, dated May 24, 1904, CE, which carries this revelation. Footnote start. In the first edition, the volume number was not given. It was added in the later editions. Footnote end. 180th sign. Once in 1902, I received this revelation, meaning that the adversaries will intend to put out your light and disgrace you, but I shall stand by you and by those who are with you. During those very days, I saw in a vision that I was in an alley that was closed ahead, and the alley was so narrow that only a single person could pass through it with difficulty. In the last part of this closed alley, beyond which there was no path, I stopped alongside the wall. When I lifted my gaze to look at the way back, I noticed that three huge and ferocious oxen, which were bloodthirsty, were standing there and blocking the way. One of them charged towards me to attack me. I pushed it aside with my hand. Then the second one attacked, which I also pushed aside with my hand. Then the third one charged with great force and ferocity, creating the impression that the escape was absolutely impossible. But when it came closer to me, it stopped and stood alongside the wall, and I passed by it having rubbed against it. In the meanwhile, Allah the Almighty revealed a few words upon my heart, which I kept reciting while running. And they are, Lord, Everything is in your service. Then, Lord, guard me from the mischief of the wicked and help me and have mercy on me. Simultaneous to seeing this vision, it was conveyed to me that some adversary would initiate litigation against me and he will have three lawyers. This revelation and the vision were publicized well before the filing of that suit, having been recorded in the newspaper Al-Hakam in 1902 CE, that is, Al-Hakam number 24. Thereafter, Karamdin filed a legal complaint against me at Jhelum, and I was summoned to appear in the court. It was a criminal proceeding and was a difficult case. 
as was revealed in the vision, he had three lawyers. Ultimately, in accordance with the promise of God, his complaint was dismissed. See the newspaper of Hakam 1902 CE, number 24, volume 6. Footnote start. A detailed prophecy has been published about Malvi Karam Deen beforehand in the newspaper Al Hakam, the summary of which is that in a criminal case the lower court would decide against me, and then later I would be acquitted by the appellate court. Accordingly, when Karam Deen brought a criminal case against me at Gurdaspur, I was fined 500 rupees by the lower court, that is, Atmaram's department. Later, I was honorably acquitted when the verdict was dismissed by the appellate court, that is, the office of the divisional judge. The ruling judge also observed that the terms Ghazab, liar, and Laim, the sordid, used about Karam Deen were appropriate, and Karam Deen deserved these epithets. Rather, he deserved them if even harsher words were used about Karam Deen. Such words caused no defamation. This prophecy was published well before time. Footnote end. 181st sign. Footnote start. This sign has been recorded earlier too. It has been entered here again for further elaboration. Footnote end. God Almighty gave me the news that a daughter would be born in my household and would die. She was named by God Rasik, that is, the one who would become hidden, hinting the fact that she would die in infancy. Thus the girl was born in accordance with the prophecy and died in infancy in accordance with the prophecy. See the newspaper Al-Hakam number 4, volume 7. 182nd sign. Malvi Muhammad Fazal, an Ahmadi and resident of Junga, Tehsil Kujar Khan, District Rawalpindi writes, Letter of Muhammad Fazal, resident of Junga. One day in May 1904, after offering the Friday prayer, I was sitting in the mosque in the company of some people, including Ahmadis and non-Ahmadis, when one Fazal Dad Khan, a Lambardar of Junga, belonging to my own tribe and a relative of mine, came to the mosque. At the instigation of a certain person, he began to rebuke me and other Ahmadis. He said that we should not offer our prayers in the mosque and that we have defiled the mosque. Then, mentioning some ancillary issues that Ahmadis and non-Ahmadis differ in, he started quarreling with me. I tried to remonstrate with him with the help of reason and record and exposed how untenable his stance was, but he persisted in his denial. I felt that, because of his incitement, the common people were getting agitated against Ahmadis, and I noted that he was now relenting from creating trouble and agitation. At that time, great anguish and anxiety stirred up in my heart, and I wondered what could be the way to resolve this situation as a grave disturbance was about to start on account of this person. Thereupon addressing him, I said, Look, if I am false in the matters that I am stating, let God Almighty kill me prior to you, and if you are false, let God Almighty kill you. Fazal Dad answered me in as many words, May God kill you. Then I left the mosque immediately and the people dispersed. After a few days, this man, i.e. Fazildad Khan, developed a serious case of abdominal pain and within 10 months died on March 24, 1906, and through his death left behind a sign of the truth of the Ahmadiyya movement. Those who were present on the occasion of the Mubahila remained terrified and overawed for some time, and I myself heard some of the opponents acknowledging that this man's death was indeed a sign. 
your assembly mohammad fazal ahmadi village junga tehsil gujar khan district rawalpindi september 30th 1906 nizamuddin taylor witness to the mubahala contest and the death of fazal dad khan thumb impression the statement given above is true signed by fazal khan the statement above is true signed by wali khan 183rd sign the above mentioned muhammad fazal ahmadi resident of junga writes letter of muhammad fazal resident of junga a man named karimullah inspector post offices gujar khan stopped in junga in june 1904 at the house of mia gulam nabi sub postmaster of junga and i called upon him thinking he was a respectable and educated person then upon seeing me he began making unbecoming remarks about the elect of god and noble one i.e. your holiness then raised objections against you couched in extremely foul language and started a debate with me a large number of people from the village gathered i answered his objections in a civilized manner but he started mocking and deriding you and addressing me announced that i would sustain grave harm within 40 days and i would suffer a great loss and all would witness i replied your prophecy is simply absurd my refuge is with my god but you should keep in mind that god will punish him whoever is insolent towards the promised messiah after announcing this i left that rotten gathering only after a few days it was heard that there had been a burglary in the inspector's house and that much of his cherished property was stolen soon thereafter there was a spate of complaints against him by people belonging to the inspectorate of gujar khan consequently he was transferred to a frontier district i remain your humble servant muhammad fazal ahmadi resident of junga tehsil gujar khan district rawalpindi witness nizamuddin taylor witness shawali signed witness fazal khan signed 184th sign once a letter was received from patiala from said muhammad ismail my wife's real brother who is currently an assistant surgeon that his mother had passed away and it was also written at the end of the letter that ishaq his younger brother too had died and it was urged that we should come at once it so happened that the letter came at a time when my wife was ill with high fever and i was afraid that if she were informed of the contents of the letter her life would be put at risk at that time my heart felt great anguish in that anguish i was informed by god almighty that the report about the death was incorrect I informed the late Mawlvi Abdul Karim, Sheikh Hamid Ali and many others. After this I sent Sheikh Hamid Ali who is my attendant to Patiala. Then I came to know that the news was contrary to the facts. It is a moment to reflect that with the exception of God Almighty, no one knows about the matters belonging to the unseen. This information that God Almighty gave about the unseen refuted the contents of the letter. 185th sign Some signs are such that there is not even a minute's delay in their fulfillment. They are fulfilled instantly. In these particular cases, it is rare to get an eyewitness. This is that kind of a sign in which one day after the morning prayer, I fell into a state of vision and during that time I saw in that state of vision that my son, Mubarak Ahmed, had come in from outside when his foot slipped on the floor mat that was lying near me and he had fallen down. He was badly hurt and his whole shirt was covered with blood. I mentioned this vision to Mubarak Ahmed's mother who was standing nearby just as I finished telling her Mubarak Ahmed came running from one side 
As he reached the mat, his foot slipped. He was badly hurt and his shirt was drenched with blood. Thus this prophecy was fulfilled within one minute. An ignorant person might assert that no reliance can be placed upon the testimony of a wife. Such a one does not realize that everyone protects his faith and refrains from lying after taking an oath in the name of God. What is more, most of the witnesses to the miracles of the Holy Prophet may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him or his friends and his wives. That kind of assertion would falsify all those miracles too. The witnesses to most of the signs are these very people because they alone have the privilege of keeping constant company. How can the enemies have the fortune to witness such signs that are foretold through a prophecy on one hand and are fulfilled instantaneously on the other hand? The enemy keeps a distance both in heart and in body. 186th sign Similarly, about three years ago, I was shown in a vision one morning that my son Mubarak Ahmed had run up to me in great confusion and disorientation. He was extremely restless and disoriented and said, Abba, water. I intimated this vision not just to my family members, but to many others, as there were about two hours before its occurrence. Thereafter, we went to our garden right away. It was about eight o'clock in the morning, and Mubarak Ahmed was also with us. He was about four years old at the time and started playing with some other young children in a corner of the garden. I was standing under a tree at that time and I saw Mubarak Ahmed running fast towards me in great perturbation. And when he reached me, all that he could utter was, Abba, water! And then he seemed to become semi-unconscious. The well was at about 50 steps from there. I picked him up and carried him in my arms as rapidly as I could, running to the well and poured some water into his mouth. When he regained consciousness and was somewhat better, I asked him about the cause of this incident. Thereupon, he told me that, at the suggestion of some of the children, he had swallowed a large quantity of ground salt and became delirious. His breathing was obstructed and he almost choked. Thus, God healed him in this manner, and the prophecy of the vision was fulfilled. 187th Sign My elder brother, whose name was Mirza Ghulam Qadir, remained sick for some time with the illness from which he ultimately died. On the morning of the day when he was destined to die, I received a revelation. Funeral. Although there were no signs of his impending death, I was made to understand that he would die the same day. I communicated this prophecy to my close companions who are still alive. Then, close to the evening, my brother passed away.